0: to Pastomania, your wrestling time capsule i am your host adam joined as always by jesse oh god
1: it's the wedding and noobs has anybody ever tried to do joe like double time like joe 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 during the chanting joe 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 joe
2: joe 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 joe
1: joe
0: I think it was the movie Garden State with Jack Black in it. And he was like doing something oh, and he got like caught by the cops. And I, like, what's your name? He's like, uh, Joe, 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 Johnson, Joe, Joe, Johnson, Joe, Joe, Johnson, Joe, Joe, Joe Johnson, Joe. <laughs> uh, and, and that's Samoa always... Joe,
2: Joe, Joe, Joe.
0: <laughs> so we are following, as a, just in case you didn't know, we're following Samoa Joe's <laughs> TNA title reign. Going from lockdown 2008. I should have. Going from lockdown to two thousand and eight to bound for Glory two thousand and eight, this will be slam two thousand and eight. Oh, okay, listen. so so it's coming to you from South Haven, Mississippi on June eight, two thousand and eight with an attendance of twenty thousand people or two thousand people in front of twenty thousand pay-per-view buys. Uh, but they only twenty yeah, k., which is that's that's about standard for tna like here's something to like put into my like you remember like ecw december to December? huge failure lowest buy rate in history right for the wwe
1: but wasn't it still like 190 or something like that it was like
0: it was like 90 it was like 85 90k and that's the lowest like that is the biggest failure they ever had and the most uh tna's ever had is 65k just to give you an idea of like tna pay-per-view buys uh, so this is June, uh, June eighth, two thousand eight. Uh, just to get you in the mindset, you can, I don't have the song ready. Uh, the number one song was "Lollipop" by Lil Wayne. It just, I think you oh, all shit. agree is a stone Fuck. cold classic. And mm, about the, that, the number one movie uh. is Kung Fu Panda, which not a bad movie. Saw that th- I, I will always remember seeing Kung Fu Panda in theaters. I saw it with my friend Josh, and there's like and like it's a fine movie. But we had the best popcorn we have ever had. Something about the popcorn at the movie theater in Oxford, <laughs> Mississippi that night. It was so good. <laughs> we got like 10 refills because we just kept eating the popcorn. It was the best popcorn. That's
1: not good for your heart. Listen, what a vivid it was, memory. But
0: it was good for my soul. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I do have a very vivid memory. Uh, this is uh, so um, there's not a whole lot in TV around this time. It's kind of. Uh put you on the you know the the uh the right mindset. Wasn't this
1: during the strike?
0: This is after the strike. The strike was like Okay late will... two thousand seven. But it's right at the end of summer, so you don't have new shows premiering and stuff like that. Yeah, wasn't uh,
2: this the year Heroes
1: got big or was that earlier? No, that was the year before. Uh yeah, okay, no, right. Heroes was big for the first season and yeah, then it just was we like, are... oh, that thing we were building up to on right. the bridge. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. Yep. <laughs> that is a show where you can, you can see them run out of money in the first season
0: because like, they had the previews yeah. of the big climactic scene and then you got to it and it's like, this is on a soundstage and y'all ran out of money. Uh, there's not a whole uh-huh. lot in, in video games. There's not a whole lot going on because it's summer, but we are just a few days away from the release of Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots on the PlayStation 3. Um, God damn. Uh, great game. The WWE, uh there were two pay-per-views in June of 2008, One Night Stand and Night of Champions. One Night Stand oh, featured shit. Edge defeating Undertaker in a TLC match for the vacant World Heavyweight Championship, and Night oh. of Champions featured Edge beating John Cena and Triple Edge beating Batista and Triple H beating John Cena. Uh So, let's go Stuff. to it. Just All right, listen. The beginning of the cool. show. The beginning of this show, I'm yelling. Cause it's it's coming from South Haven, <laughs> Mississippi in the DeSoto Civic Center. <laughs> and the beginning of this Memphis. show is Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis. Rock and Roll, Memphis, Elvis. Memphis, Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, oh Elvis. My God. It would be like cause you remember how Lockdown was in Lowell, Massachusetts? It would be like if the intro to that show was socks, socks, wicked piss of Ben Affleck, socks, Boston, socks. It would be like if that had been the intro to Lockdown uh
1: but
0: (laughs) but like right at the beginning mike today does say minutes outside of memphis tennessee in uh south haven mississippi this is at the Desoto civic center in in early june of 2008 which means this was like two weeks after i graduated in that same building i graduated in that building like two weeks before this show uh in 2008 and i will be seeing nxt in that building in october
1: so, nice.
0: Uh, we got we got. Uh, 2008. First match on the card. X division title match. Uh, okay, Kaz, real quick. Um, yeah.
2: So I had to write this, and you know, this kind uh, dumb, but. My, my thing is, uh, listening to intro, why didn't they get like an Elvis impersonator to do that? See, that it is an Elvis impersonator. It's like, that's the best they could do. <laughs> Honestly, that Elvis intro looked like fucking Eric Bischoff in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just didn't sound like Elvis. I was so confused. I was yeah. like, okay, one, why isn't this the TNA guy? Two, why didn't they get like the super obvious Elvis voice? And yep. then it, the dude was an impersonator. I'm like, I'm so confused.
0: Yeah, it was bad. It was something, man. So we got the X Division title up. Uh, Kaz versus Petey Williams. Kaz, you know, you remember won the Terror Dome at Sacrifice. And this is him getting his Sacrifice. X Division title shot. Uh, Maple Leaf Muscle Petey Williams with Scott Steiner and Raka Khan. Man, I hate Petey Williams with the, the Steiner goatee. It It's some Uncanny Ooh, it's Valley so shit.
2: adorable. I, oh, yeah, weird... it's <laughs> adorable. That's a good uh... way to put it. Um, Mini, P- Mini muscle. Yeah. With his weird <laughs> face
0: mask thing.
1: Uh,
0: and, like, right as the yeah. bell rings, the whole building starts chanting TNA. This crowd is so hot for this show. Uh, yep. It's really good to be reminded very early on this match that while Petey is emulating Scott Steiner, he has not taken Scott Steiner's wrestling style. Like, he is Thank still Jesus. Petey Williams. There's some great. Chain wrestling, he teases the I have it written here. The first Canadian Destroyer tease. I swear to Christ, if PD doesn't hit the Canadian Destroyer, I'm canceling this show. Uh, <laughs> yes. Beautiful springboard leg drop from Kaz onto Petey as uh let's go Kaz, let's go PD chant start uh battling in the crowd.
2: Yeah, dual chance, real good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh
0: cra- Kaz stares down Rocket Khan and Petey hits him with a great tornado DDT from the ring apron to the floor. Oh, so good. This is a really interesting X Division match because it's not like the ones we've seen before. This is not a spot fest. This is not a multi-man car crash. It is just solid singles wrestling.
2: Let me segue to that with what I wrote. Um, Yeah. So Don West talks about how Kaz keeps getting upshot by Petey. Petey keeps having answers for him. And Don West goes, Kaz has been in so many multi-man matches, it's like he can't handle one guy alone anymore. i I'm mean, like, brilliant, Don West. That, w- brilliant. Way
0: Way to sum <laughs> up the X Division.
2: Yeah. Uh, that just blew me away. I was yeah. just like, yeah. oh, that's oof. But really, right.
0: it's, like, it's, it's a solid singles match. Like These guys work really well together. Uh, Kaz uh uh attempts to roll up pd pd kicks out and like hits him to the floor and then pd jumps from the outside to hit him with like a slingshot Hurricane Rana, like out of the ring onto the fort fantastic pd is really good as wrestling as an x division heel like he still hits the high mm-hmm. spots but they're few and far between and like he gets kaz back in the ring after that and he immediately slows the match down like he knows how to slow a match down he knows what the crowd wants from an x division match and he'll give it to him a little bit but he'll take it away just as quickly and a, it's like so a level of psychology you don't expect from the X Division. Uh, during the match, Taney says that over the course of the show, we will be going to the streets of Memphis to see some of the scenic, historic views and places in the city. I am worried. And they intrigued. never
1: do it again.
0: <laughs> uh, PD yeah, keeps, they really don't. Yeah. Petey keeps working over the right arm, which is interesting, but I'm not sure I understand why. Because Petey doesn't use like none of his moves focus on the right arm. Like he doesn't use a submission. His finisher doesn't focus on the arm. Like it's a little bit of psychology that doesn't go anywhere, but it's something. Uh Kaz rolls over Petey's back to avoid a back body drop and hits Petey with a kick to kind of reset the match. Uh both competitors on the mat as the ref starts a standing 10 count. They both get up at the same time. Kaz dodges a couple of punches and hits Petey with a bunch of splashes, or uh, a bunch of chops. counters an Irish whip into a flying forearm and a sidewalk slam. Kaz yanks Petey into the ring with him and hits a beautiful cutter, just picking him out of the air as he launches into the ring uh, for, a, for a near fall. Petey catches Kaz with a dropped toehold, draping him on the middle rope, and hits him with a dropkick to the back. Petey counters Kaz and hits him with a Russian leg sweep and again calls for the Canadian Destroyer. Uh, Petey gets to the top rope and Kaz hits him with an enziguri and Kaz gets to the top rope and sets up the flux capacitor. Then Petey fights out and sets up a top rope Canadian Destroyer and then Kaz fights out and sets up the flux capacitor again. And then Petey fights out and jumps to the floor slamming Kaz's arm against the top rope. Petey sets up for the Canadian Destroyer and Kaz stops it mid flip. Awesome. And drops Petey to the floor with a reverse pile driver for a really close two count. Looked incredible. That was a really good pile oh, yeah, So good. And I have written here, it's, it's time for shenanigans. <laughs> Rocket Khan gets in the ring and jaw jacks with Kaz and eats a dropkick for efforts. Steiner gets on the ring apron and throws his lead pipe into the ring. Petey picks it up and hits Kaz with it while the ref was distracted by Rocket Khan. Petey rolls over Kaz for one, two, a two count? Wow, I thought that was the end. Also, Kaz is busted all the way open. He
1: was bleeding. He has no pain. cells
2: blood. New I, achievement unlocked. I have,
1: I have it in my notes. It's like, didn't care for the way they sold that lead pipe hit with the two count. Seems a little too much because they go on for another five minutes. Yep.
2: No uh, cells blood. No yep. cells like a motherfucker.
0: Uh PD takes off his face guard and sets up Kaz for the Canadian Destroyer. Kaz gets out and attempts to roll PD up, which PD reverses into a sharpshooter. Shades of Austin versus hard at WrestleMania 13. Kaz in the sharpshooter. I had that in my notes. Too. I was like, why? What's...
2: Why is this spot here? I mean, it looks cool. Uh, <laughs> the Kaz, opening of
0: Slammiversary,
1: yeah. Damn it! Yeah,
0: uh, Kaz hits PD with the Wave of the Future, which is like a jumping Sister Abigail. Uh, PD gets kicks out at too. Kaz gets on the top rope. Steiner gets on the rope and Kaz fights him off. Kaz leaps in and hits a sunset flip roll up and feeder PD fights out and, oh, yes, there it is. PD hits Kaz with the Canadian Destroyer for the win in 15-19. Very good. I have four
2: match. words. Have yeah. Four words with, like, 20 exclamation marks. Canadian Destroyer, fuck you. <laughs> like,
0: before I knew who Petey William was, like, like late 2013... I'm hanging out with my friend Andy and we're just like poking around watching YouTube videos. And I search for like best wrestling finishers, and that is how I discovered the Canadian Destroyer. And he and Indeed, I spent the, sir. he and I spent the next hour watching videos of the Canadian Destroyer. It's so trying was, to figure out
2: how that fucking works. Right?
0: Like there's no <laughs> good way to describe it. Just go go on YouTube, search Canadian Destroyer. It's like a flip, sunset flip, pile driver. It's awesome. It's awesome.
2: It's insane. It's so good. Uh, One so of the good the for sure.
1: Uh, what do you think about the match, noobs? I thought it was pretty decent, minus the whole, like, lead pipe no-sell. It's like, okay, kind of cool yeah. that they just keep going with it, but also it's like, man, he's bleeding a lot for nothing. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, what about you,
2: Jesse? Yeah, I just have... I just have- Britain, new achievement unlock no soul blood. <laughs> Cause, like, I was like, why is this? Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. And then this, I don't know. I wanted to, at least to have an inside nod to why they did the um Brett. Right. Uh, the bread um own cold spot but like it's not in the same area that they did it in yeah, and all that so it's kind oh, of yeah, match. yeah there's it just Nothing. it just feels it's, like they just did it because it just so like, we're gonna bust you open and i'm canadian so let me put yep, the so fucking... i have
0: to use a sharpshooter
2: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so let's just do that spot the
1: other the um, other note that i have on this you're gonna get to it and i'm jumping ahead is the moment that i'm uh steiner grabs the mic and i just like i visibly just like oh god like i put my hands in my face just like oh no i
0: i have written quote
1: oh fuck steiner has a mic i have i have i'm gonna screw you yeah and then stop talking yes
2: yes yes. that's a bad
1: stopping point scotty
2: Mine's, mine's before that. It's, they don't want a guy like me to be world champion. I was like, no, no, they don't. <laughs> they really
0: don't. No. So uh, <laughs> after the match, Steiner, Rockacon, and Petey beat on Kaz. Uh, Steiner grabs ref Rudy Charles and just hucks him out of the ring just because. And he grabs the mic. <laughs> he says he wants his title rematch. He's upset he doesn't have a match on the show tonight. He says TNA is scared. They don't want a guy like him as their champion. And they screwed him out of his title shot, to which he says, well, tonight, Kaz, I'm going to screw you because kaz has a so world title hard. shot on that thursday's impact and steiner's gonna make sure he doesn't show up until oh shit it's Abyss' music abyss is back yes abyss comes out he and Steiner stare each other down and steiner throws Petey into abyss who hits him with the black hole slam Then Abyss fights out of a Steiner beatdown and hits him with a black hole slam. He motions for Raka Khan, who tries to find him out and run away, but she also eats a black hole slam as Abyss's music plays us out. Abyss hadn't been seen since February of 2008. He had a string of really high-profile losses, and on an episode of Impact, he stood on the entrance with his back to the crowd, took his mask off, and left. He was removed from Impact's website, and then a little while later, vignette started showing him locked
2: in an asylum. Uh, after sacrifice, had yeah, he had completely different gear. Like he was yeah. all black before, and this was white with um. This was the first time we ever saw his last name really, yeah, Park, Pink. yeah, which turns out to be you know a huge, mm-hmm. you know, convoluted like Spider-Man esque story, yeah, where uh you know about f- his lineage and all that, yeah. But and um, so
0: like after sacrifice, they started showing vignettes in the asylum, counting down dates, which led up to anniversary uh abyss i'm very excited to see more abyss going forward abyss is this monster like he's a really good wrestler he does like a lot of like uh hardcore matches he brings just like a black bag with him to the ring that's just filled with thumbtacks uh but he's Mm -hmm. really good he can go he's so good we're not gonna get to it he is
2: absolutely a tna original
0: oh 100
2: Um, 100 and he's definitely if kane was first before undertaker um oh yeah that's that's a good way of putting it like that's really what he is. Um, but he's still his own thing. He never really feels like a ripoff. Yeah. Um, but I do have here. I said new, new look and new start for Abyss. But he'll still always look like the guitars from Slipknot.
1: <laughs> he does. Holy shit. Yeah. I, he just I looks like, like the big guy. He was like Mick so bad. Yeah. Yep. I like Abyss, but his like little like uh,
0: move just looks like he's working out just the most hellacious fart. When he like, <laughs> where he's
2: ripping an invisible shirt.
0: Yeah. Like when he like puts his arms together, and he's just like yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah. we won't get to it but abyss has some really interesting character evolutions and and later he he goes away and this guy shows up who claims to be abyss's brother and his name is joseph park and he's this very mild-mannered attorney and it's like abyss like without the mask hair tied back in a suit and then they end up like he's like this scaredy cat like he doesn't want to wrestle he stays away from people and it they end he ends up getting in a match And, like, he gets busted open. And it was revealed that, like, when he... he, It's like a split personality thing. When he sees a side of blood, he turns into Abyss. So he's, like, in a tracksuit in this match, cowering in the corner, gets busted open, sees the blood, and just jumps up and hits who he was wrestling with a black hole slam. And it's incredible to see that, like... I highly recommend you, like, look it up on YouTube because it's really interesting to see Abyss, this big monster, had Joseph Park in him. It's really, like... When it was Kane and Seth Rollins feuding and it was like demon Kane and like director of operations Kane and the different versions of that character, it's really And cool he to like see.
2: pretended he wasn't the same person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Didn't he, yeah. Then it, Kane it, was is, like, No, I didn't put yeah. the
2: mask on. What you yeah. talking about? Abyss is so good. I'm
0: super excited. I don't know where we're going with Abyss. I'm really excited to see it uh so dw yeah, i always and, like to miss a lot yeah dw and mike Danae run down the car talk about how j lethal and SoCal val will get married tonight mirroring macho man and elizabeth at Summerslam 1991 uh we hear eric young in the arena and he grabs the mic god bless eric young i like Ooh. every time i listen to him my throat hurts because it sounds like he has just constantly lost his voice uh yeah eric young claims you guys know this is great this yeah. is great Eric Young claims he's found Elvis and that he's on the way. Don West, what does he look like? He's been dead for 30 years. Eric, he looks great. Thanks for believing in me.
2: (laughs) So sweet. There's a front
0: row seat with a piece of paper on it that says, reserved for Elvis, I love Eric Young. Uh, Next, (laughs) let's take a special video look at Kevin Nash. Do we have to... (laughs) (laughs)
1: let's take a look at intro number one of intros 30
0: yep like one of 30 tonight these video packages why we we see a video package about kevin nash and we cut to the back with jb interviewing kevin nash uh and then i have written here boy you weren't lying when you said nash factors into the rest of this story were you jesse nope Though I this was is not. the truest representation of Kevin Nash in the history of wrestling,
2: because in this interview, yes, he's like, yes, it is. Oh my god, it feels vi- so
0: shoot. Yeah, he's like, this vi- <laughs> this business is all about money. All I care about is making money. All that matters is selling tickets and making a bank account bigger, which is how Kevin Nash is in real life. That's and all the he cares t- about. And yeah. the, the
2: package video, package video is motivated only by greed. And I was like, man, did he That's write Kevin this Nash. himself?
0: <laughs> These video no. packages are weird because we cut to one about the knockouts, and it's like. It's supposed to be shitting like on a so video hard. package, but it just feels like a commercial.
1: They yes. they have a they have a line where they say we don't do lingerie matches. Yep.
2: Yeah. No, they're shitting on divas super hard. Yeah, oh yeah. This is
1: like the worst period so of that in two thousand
0: eight. Uh, yeah. Oh hey, look a video of Graceland that they bought off of stomp- some stock video service. It looks like it was <laughs> shot in nineteen ninety eight. Uh, Whenever whenever I mention that I am from the Memphis area, someone inevitably asks if I've been to Graceland. That's the secret. No one who lives here has ever been to Graceland.
2: Why would we? That's Nobody cares added. that much yeah. It's uh
0: so we got a six woman tag match. Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, the beautiful people with Moose, their muscle which is funny cuz there's currently a TNA competitor named or an Impact competitor named Moose yeah, who so uh main evented Anniversary earlier this year. He's a f- former uh, football player. They're facing Yeah, that's really weird. Gail Kim, ODB and the newly last name removed Roxy. Uh ODB yeah. shirt is a Miller Lite logo that says killer bitch. That's that's it. That's all oh. I have to say.
2: That's all I have to say. Yeah. She, she like she is from Minnesota, uh
1: huh. And she
2: looks like someone who belongs in a season of Fargo, and I love her to death. Yep. Yeah. And I want to point out she is like the most, and you'll see in the the tag match, she is like the most over female wrestler, She's so even over. more than Gail Kim most of the time, and she doesn't get the title for a while. Like, like it, still, it like, feels I like I think she it's another year. More. That's uh, fair.
1: My I like how, my favorite. Oh, go ahead My favorite thing about the start of this match is before the match even starts, when it's the beautiful people, right? Yeah. Oh god, God, I gotta
2: know what you're talking about.
1: But they they just had a promo where they said we don't. One of the beautiful people said we don't do lingerie matches, and then their entrance. One of them was like, "Here, come here closer, camera. Look at my ass." Yep. It's
2: like. What are you doing? Did you catch the camera angle where a guy Uh leaned in on the fan who had a bunch of singles out? oh yeah and they zoomed, like they like god damn it
0: <laughs> Yep. I, uh, I i love how roxy's hair has grown a quarter inch in a month
2: she's
1: keeping it you can tell yeah, like but she's doing the molly holly thing for a little it's a, while
0: it's a good look like it like not everybody can pull that off it, is, it, it really works is. for her uh the three yeah. the, the uh they get in the ring the three faces beat up on moose as the beautiful people watch from the floor Angelina and Velvet walk towards the entrance to leave, and Gale and ODB run after them as Roxy brawls with Moose in the ring. Angelina Love grabs Roxy's foot at the ropes to give momentum back to Moose. Velvet Sky tags in and beats down Roxy. Angelina tags in and hits Roxy with the sliding drop hit kick and does the 5,000th I'm going to straddle your chest as I rain down crappy punches onto your face of the match so far.
1: Moose tags There's, in hits- There was... Yeah, go ahead. There was one time when one of the announcers was like, she doesn't like to be called Mickey Knuckles anymore. She prefers Moose. And Mickey and a pair of brass knuckles are right on her tights. Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah, that that was dumb. You know what's really funny, though, was after this, after because her stand didn't last long. I don't remember her at all, but I looked her up, and apparently after this, she started calling herself Moose Knuckles. (laughs) of course of course she did and she had a bunch of intergender death matches in czw
0: that sounds about right
1: that's Uh, fucking
0: yeah wow moose Moose tags in and hits roxy with a knee lift gets roxy up in a fireman's carry like hits her with a swinging cutter it looked really good like moose didn't do much but like she can work like way better than the beautiful people uh Velvet tags in and gets Roxy in this octopus, octopus submission and, like, starts biting Roxy's hand and arm, which was actually pretty yeah! good. I was And Roxy that.
1: wasn't selling it at
0: That's all. the problem. Roxy wasn't selling it. Uh, yeah. Roxy fights out and kicks Velvet in the head, reaching slowly towards her teammates. Tags Gail, who delivers a couple of clotheslines to Velvet Sky. She hits a great crossbody onto Velvet and has her leg grabbed and attacked by Angelina Love as Moose distracts the referee. Angelina tags in and works over the knee of Gale. They said Gale is getting over an MCL sprain, which has got to be kayfabe, because if she sprained it between Sacrifice and Slammiversary, she wouldn't be near recovered. Uh, Yeah, no. Angelina slows things down and gets Gale and a half crab on her injured leg. Gale gets a rope break, but Angelina tags Moose, who continues to work over Gale's leg. Moose gets Gale into this cool-looking, like, bridging Cloverleaf submission, but it's broken up by ODB jumping in the ring and kicking her. Moose works over Gale some more until Gale hits her with a t- kick and gets the hot tag to ODB, and the crowd goes wild. They are so into ODB. ODB gets the hot tag, hits Angelina and Moose with clotheslines, hits Angelina with a fallaway Samoan drop. ODB reverses Moose and hits her with an elbow. ODB takes a shot from her flask and spits it into the face of Moose. Oh, it's so good. God. time time for a schmazz all six women get in the ring brawling the faces is thoroughly heels out living only ODB and Moose ODB hits Moose with a running power slam for the win in ten fourteen. 14 like we were talking about like ODB it's something that we've actually mentioned a few times to, uh, Jesse and I when we were talking earlier like ODB is the type of person in wrestling who she fully understands her character and that has gotten her so over she gets it and she has yes. to play it
1: what did you the, think of the match champion. Moves? I thought it was great. I couldn't ca- I couldn't help but keep looking at the referee because he looked like a Chippendale dancer it's with Slit that Johnson, fucking yeah. like.
0: Yeah. Like Johnson was about last last time. Like he draws it's he just runs, so it to cra- himself
1: It's just so silly.
0: It, there was a storyline later where oh, Angelina god. Love gets a title shot uh, because Slick Johnson convinced somebody to do it because Velvet Sky slept
2: with him. Oh my god. No, no, no. It's um, oh they, get a, God, they get no. a they get a girl named Madison Rain, and they make that's her do right. it.
0: That's right. Yeah, they make Madison. They Rain actually, sleep with him.
2: They actually show him like sashing out of the Rain. women's locker locker room, yep. and Madison Rain, Rain like wiping her mouth. Yeah,
0: like Madison Rain comes out and is like adjusting her gear, which is all disheveled. Yeah, which,
2: yep. which, yep, which yep, okay.
0: Yep. If you want to do that and draw the attention to Sulek Johnson, that's fine. He's a part of the storyline. Right. You're not a part of the storyline. The, the refs aren't supposed to draw put onto on pants. Put on some pants. Shave off your crappy little, yeah. little schmutz on your lower lip. Come on, uh,
2: <laughs> quit looking like the worst cousin related to Val Venus. Right. <laughs> uh, what did you think, Jesse? Um, ODB's over as fuck, and she's—that's uh, really what it is. I mean, I remember this whole like when it happened, when when uh, women's re- when the knockouts. St- Vision really started in ODB. She was one of the first ones there to show up. And I was like, man, that woman looks ridiculous. She's going to be, like, up there. Because she was the one that stood out. Because she had these big monster fake boobs. And she was the only one wearing the shorts like she had. And it was tight. Like, she's the only one that looked fully in character. She didn't and not look, just, like, a female wrestler.
0: She didn't look like a beauty model that they trained to do a hip toss like Angelina Love and Velvet Sky.
2: Right, right. Um, but... She takes forever to get, and I just, I had to look it up, yeah, it's like a year before she gets her title, like, she doesn't yeah. get till mid-09, and it's, I totally forgot until I had to look up who it was, um, she gets her first title win through a match involving a storyline of a kayfabe boyfriend, who's oh like, really, of yeah, course. really overprotective and annoying, like, he's just as redneck trashy as her, but he's like, very selfish and dickish, and like... Like I helped you win that title, I should be the female champions. That kind of nonsense, uh, and it really sucks that that's how she gets her first title. But yeah, she's she's over every time. The whole time, there. she never yeah. like loses anything. She has a much better um, um storyline with Eric Young, where she's like basically the top, and they become tag champion uh, women, knocked out champions together. Tag oh champions. yeah, I remember you told me about um, that? Yeah, yeah. That that's more fun because it's Eric Young and he plays you know the bottom bitch basically and it's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah. Uh,
0: so I, I thought it was fine. Uh, I got the crowd was hot for it. It was entertaining. Uh, it felt like it was there to get ODB over even more. It succeeded in that. Uh, I'm I'm sure that's probably the last we'll see of Moose and it's getting over the beautiful people as like the new like. The top heels of the women's division, like they, and went they're out the
2: top heels of the women's
0: division for the next like three like, years. Forever, yeah. Like they, yep. they achieve what they were going for. Um, like we um, after the match, immediately cut to a Rhino video package. Like the baby face is celebrated for two seconds, and we go and see the
1: War Machine. Uh, yep. and then like I, I forgot he was nicknamed War Machine in TNA because there was a moment. It's like before we talk to War Machine, here's a video package of Rhino. It's like. The fuck? (laughs) What? Like I thought it was. I I completely thought.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's just it's so weird. Uh, Rhino talks about
0: issues that affected him personally and professionally, and making peace with Christian. uh, And his second chance starts that uh, tonight. It's because like the year before he had a feud with James Storm that was about how he was like a kayfabe recovering alcoholic and like he had a relapse and stuff like that. So that's kind of what they're alluding to. And then I showed it to you two. Uh, Oh, sorry. Go
2: ahead. Oh, and then also him talking about him forgiving Christian is because they were in like a violent, super personal blood feud, um, that went to Bound for Glory 2000. I want to say six. Um, where it was showing them like real pictures of them of Rhino holding Christian's children and stuff. Yeah, it's like we've been best friends for ten years, and you betrayed me, and it's like super like one of them. That was one of the first feuds I saw that were like felt super personal, like um, HBK Triple H levels. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, wow. That was a pretty good feud.
0: Yeah. Uh, I showed it to you, and I have written here, oh, for fuck's sake, we have to watch Team 3D versus LAX again. Don't get me wrong. And, and that's right, when... That happens. Don't get me wrong. I love LAX. But it feels like they've wrestled each other a million times. And I want to see someone else wrestle them. Especially with how good their match with AJ and Super Eric was at Sacrifice. I don't know for a fact. And I don't want you to tell me if this is the case, Jesse. But I feel like it's almost time for the formation of Beer Money. Which is James Storm and Bobby Roode. And, God, that would be the freshest breath of air right now. Because their tag division... Ain't much. It's LAX and Team 3D right now, and they need a shot in the arm. Uh, Bubba left his Confederate flag bandana at home, but good word. He still looks haggard as all hell. He is and heavy as fuck. Got to be in the worst shape of his career. Devon actually yes. looks really good. Like Devon looks great. Yeah,
2: Devon looks fine.
0: Like he's thick because he's like kind of swole. Bubba's fat.
2: Oh yeah, Bubba's a
1: Bubba's yep. a chunk. Yep. Out Bub- next... Bubba chunk shrimp. Yes.
0: <laughs> Out next are champions LAX with Hector and Salinas. As bad as Team 3D can be, I'm really excited to watch more Homicide. All right, we start with Homicide with Hernandez and Devon. Hernandez overpowers Devon, but catches a punch from Devon as he takes over. Jesus Christ, we're not a minute into this match, and they're chanting, we want tables. Give it time to
1: breathe i have it i have it noted down we want tables as the cm punk chant of the dudleys <laughs> oh abs- absolutely yeah it's like motherfuckers the match just started yeah. dance monkey dance how right? dance, blood monkey, hungry
2: dance. are you seriously uh hernandez takes control. Just, their their motto should just be we are tables, <laughs> T-A, we are tables uh yep. I, isn't that isn't that a james hetfield song i am the table <laughs> um with lou reed yeah yeah um, tab- metallica and lou reed i am the table
0: god that's uh that's one of the things that matthew uses in botchamania it's not that exact thing but he does i don't know if it's, i don't think it's from that song but like when he does like clips from like japanese wrestling where it's a table match and the table never breaks he uh like foot like <laughs> Freezes on the table and zooms in as he plays the laugh from Thriller, like ha 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 ha, and then afterward just I am the table, and it cuts away. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's amazing. Uh, Hernandez takes control with a flying shoulder tackle and tags in Homicide. They double team uh, Devon for a minute, but he gets away and tags in Bubba, who pushes Homicide in the corner and just yells small, 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 <laughs> and then. Like, Homicide hits bubble with an arm drag and yells, small, back at him. DW. Homicide, throwing Brother Ray with the arm drag. That's imp- impressive on someone who weighs 300-plus pounds. Tanay, how much does he weigh? DW, 300-plus. Tanay, I thought he weighed 275. DW, uh, he might have weighed that in sixth grade. And there was just
1: a moment yeah. of awkward silence. Moving oh, on. my God. Another He's fat! Fa-
2: <laughs> wow, how did we just do that? How the
0: <laughs> That's so good. Yes oh, Good a night movie. everybody, we're done here. <laughs> yeah, Wrap it up. Alright, yes, that was a good time. We'll See everybody later. Oh god, I, I, I listen, I couldn't get my soundboard up quick enough to play the music. Moving on. We have another we want tables chant. Homicide works the arm and Bubba uh gets to the gets to the rope yelling, get him off, get him off, get him off at the ref. homicide Homicide throws bubba in the corner and jumps up to do like a monkey flip but bubba doesn't move and sets homicide gingerly on the top rope and smacks him in the face as he like walks away homicide flips in the bird and hits him with a drop kick uh devon runs after homicide who eats an over the rope shoulder tackle from hernandez who then delivers a double drop kick To the Dudleys. They go to the floor. Hernandez hits a gorgeous suicide dive on the outside. Incredible for a guy his size. And then Homicide follows it up with a tope onto Bubba. So good. Like, that's what this match needed. Like,
1: Hernandez... Bubba sold that so well. Right?
0: Like, Hernandez shouldn't be able to do that stuff. He's so big. Uh, Super mechs. Super mechs. Bubba throws Homicide to the outside and kicks Salinas and Heather away from him, throwing Homicide into the guardrail. Back in the ring, Devon works over Homicide, hitting him with a really, really good corkscrew elbow. Devon can still go at this point. Like Bubba can throw clubbing punches and walk away slowly. Bubba, Devon can go. Like Devon can hit great moves. Uh, Devon mm-hmm. shirt watch. This one says harder than hardcore. Bubba is. They at tax- least they at least change it up a little bit. They no, did they no did. death and taxes yep. this time. Yep. Bubba's tagged in and locks on a couple of uh, rest hold on the homicide because at this point Bubba is a walking rest hold. Uh, Bubba tags in Devon who hits homicide with the scoop slam and goes to the top, attempting a flying headbutt that homicide rolls out of. They're both rolling around on the mat, slowly crawling towards their corners. (laughs) Homicide gets the hot tag, but the ref didn't see it. As the ref gets Hernandez back onto the ring apron, the Dudley's double team homicide. Bubba spits in the air and then attempts to catch it in it in his mouth when it comes
1: back down. Disgusting, like oh, that I, I have in my notes. But catching his own spit is a mood. Just <laughs> god, that's
0: just oh. Ugh. Homicide <laughs> gets put on the top rope by Devon and bites Devon to take control, hitting Devon with a jawbreaker as Hernandez and Bubba get the hot tags. Hernandez hits Bubba and Devon with back body drops. He then gets Devon an extended vertical suplex, which is impressive. For somebody Devon's size, for him to just hold him up there for like 45 seconds. Oh, so good. And then Her- Homicide has had about 30 seconds to rest, so he's tagged back in. And he uh, hits Bubba with a crossbody for a two count that gets broken up by Devon. Another we want tables champ bubba flings homicide out of the ring and hits and bubba hits hernandez with a scoop slam they set up for the wazzup but homicide throws devon off of the top rope hernandez hits bubba with the scoop slam and sets up bubba for the wazzup Salinas gets on the ring apron and johnny devine runs in with a kendo stick the ref sees it and stops him from attacking hernandez Hector grabs his leg and drags him out of the ring, hitting Divine with the kendo stick. As the ref is distracted with all that, Salinas jumps off of the top rope to the deliver the wazap. If you don't know what that incredibly dated move is, it's a top rope diving headbutt to your opponent's crotch while their legs are being held up by your teammate. Usually, it is, yep. in actuality, a glancing strike to their inner thigh. Unfortunately, Salinas has not done this move a million times, so she gets a face full of Bubba Ray crotch. And then she wipes her not mouth only afterwards face, with but, her handkerchief.
1: Not only face, but, like, her chest bounces off of his thighs as yeah. well. And it's just like, that had to have hurt the most. She goes full on into his gooch. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I want a full but, on into, into
2: his gooch counter on this show. We're at, we're at <laughs> one. I would Reset like to the clock minor. for
1: how many days later, <laughs> <laughs> please?
2: I would like to remind you now that Bubba Ray is currently dating Angelina Love of The Beautiful People.
1: Really, I didn't know that.
2: Really,
0: oh, good for him. Angelina huh. Love
2: or Velvet Sky, one of them. Nah, they're like, of yeah, they're kind of interchangeable. Yeah, they're dating. Devon
0: attacks a distracted Hernandez and sends him to the outside. Uh, Devon gets Homicide on the top rope. Hernandez gets Devon into an electric chair position, and Homicide hits him with the Green Go Cutter, which is a cutter from the top rope off of uh, Hernandez's shoulder uh hernandez hits Bubba with the scoop slam and homicide hits a frog splash from the top he goes to the pin but the ref is pulled out of the ring by devon homicide goes to take out devon on the outside but devon jumps out of the way sending homicide crashing into the barricade then bubba hits hernandez with a low blow they motion for the 3d but homicide rushes back in the ring and gets bubba in a roll up for the win in 15 minutes Ethan, what did you think jesse
2: it is velvet sky He's dating.
0: Okay, all right, what do you think? That's Mitch? what
2: I think <laughs> <laughs> um is I mean, like I said, they had like tag team few of the year from like oh six to late o seven um Bubba just put on some weight. I don't know He's, what that what like he,
0: he looks just um,
2: haggard, and you know they split up later and do the whole aces and eight thing, which like, is nuts, and thing. Bubba's it's, like the mastermind of that
0: It blows my mind to see Bubba now. And know that in just a few years, we have... Yeah, like five awesome, years. Awesome main event heel Bully Ray, which was great. Yeah. Like Bully Ray as, like, the main event Aces and eights heel, like, TNA World Champ, was incredible. But
2: boy, also, put those two up together, he's easily 100, 150 pounds lighter. Easily, he was, like, in he's decent shape
0: as Bully Ray.
2: He's, like, yeah, he's, like, at his skinniest in, in Bully Ray, probably. But, um yeah, I mean can't go wrong with lax they are
0: yep. they're they so are good. the
2: demolition i think they're the demolition of this generation where Ooh. they're like the best tag team to like never really go to wwe and yeah demolition did go eventually I was about to say demolition not demolition not, not demolition, the not demolition.
0: Reigning- <sighs> the
2: yes i keep doing this okay it's uh, fine we have recorded like six podcasts and i think i've fucked up like this every single one listen it's fine it's your god brand, damn it so
0: there's nothing wrong with that
2: my brand. <laughs> yeah, just, my just, brand, just, and I have the R and the yeah. A spelled backwards yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> my barn.
1: It's your barn. <laughs>
2: my barn. Um, ah, fuck. So, you... Legion of Doom, Road yes. Warriors, whatever the fuck. Like, before. They went to WWE. They were considered, you know, the greatest of all time, the greatest to never go to WWE. There's
0: a reason you know, why then they
2: did, but they didn't last that long. There's
0: a reason why the term road warrior pop is a thing. They were the most overtagged team in the world and they never yeah. could recreate that in the
2: WWE. Yeah. And I think LAX is, is that same thing. If they ever did even now, cause I still think they could have a chance to go, but I don't think they ever will. Yeah. Um, if they went to WWE, it, it would be all the same feeling. Yeah, LAX is, is that for this outlaw, non WWE generation currently? I think so. Still, like for the last uh, ten years, solid.
1: Absolutely. What do you think, Noobs? I thought it was good. I was very was yelling at the screen, kind of. It's like how is pulling a ref <laughs> out of the ring not a disqualification? Right. Like how is that not game game over? Like it makes no sense. But yeah, it,
0: like it just I, it never it, really it went did. like. It never makes sense to me how that's not a DQ, because that's hardly ever a DQ, and it should be.
2: Yeah, it's like you you the it. Or at the, the very least, they could say that's not how DQs work and just be done with it and never yeah, fuck that just rule K-fabe up. But you it know,
0: away. give me a kayfabe reason.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Like, like they like get it's not won. physical damage or yeah. you know.
0: It's like the, the rule that like they don't talk about that much, which is in a tag match, you only get one pin breakup per tag team. And so, if you do it twice, you're supposed to be DQ'd. Uh, that actually... I think the Shield, like, lost a tag match one time because of that. Because they, like, broke up a second pin and they got DQ'd. Because that's, like,
2: the rules.
0: But, like, at least make it a thing. Like, bring it up. Mention it. Just once. And wow, it's fine. Wow, I didn't even
2: know that was a thing. That's crazy. Because it yeah. hardly ever
0: comes up. Uh, right, right, I think, right, right, And right. also, before that, I think Ambrose was, like, on commentary one time. And... They they they're watching the tag team and like a pin gets broken up and everyone's like, ah, oh, see, they blew it, they they blew their one, he could have kicked out of that, and now they can't do that again. And like just a little thing like that, like, alright, so now it's in the audience's mind. We get it. We can go yes. forward from here. Uh yeah, like I saw this, I was like, Team 3D versus LAX, like, oh my god. Okay, alright, okay, okay, let's alright, let's go. I'm excited to see more LAX. And it took a little bit, but like I ended up liking the match. It was fun. The crowd was super into it. They ended up getting there. But yeah, like the first five, six minutes of it was very much like, we're doing this again. And once the momentum hit, I was like, okay, all right, I'm into this. But we gotta, we gotta change things up. We cannot have Team 3D versus LAX in the next show.
1: Please. Guess what we're probably getting? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I can't remember. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I believe it's Victory Road is our next show. Uh, yes yeah uh, I'm just praying to God we get beer money I'm praying to God it's beer money time because beer money is incredible it's James Storm and Bobby Roode in a way you've never seen him and it shouldn't work but it worked perfectly let's go uh, we cut to, speaking of Bobby Roode we cut to the back with a Bobby Roode promo video uh, talking about how he's going to win the king of the mountain Then in an interview with JB where Bobby Roode reiterates he's going to win the king of the mountain a video
2: seriously a
0: video of Awesome Kong and her $25,000 challenge over the past few weeks, she had been going on Impact and pulling people from the audience, saying if anyone can beat her, they'll win $25,000. Uh, the plants they've had for her in the audience have actually been kind of interested. Two episodes in a row on Impact? Do you know who she beat, Jesse? Um, Leva, Leva Bates, a.k.a. Blue Pants. Was
2: aw, one of the Blue people Pants! They, yeah. And been around and
0: forever. Then, uh, the, on another, the person they pulled from the audience was Daphne, who wouldn't show up in TNA full-time until late December when they... Gave her the gimmick of looking and acting like Sarah Palin.
1: Oh, no. Um,
0: Wow, I don't even remember that. She ended up getting to be Daphne Daphne, but it took a little while. Kong is out with Raisha Saeed, carrying her briefcase of money with JB behind them, looking uncomfortable, holding a waiver. Hey, we might actually get an awesome Kong singles match. Uh, Shots all (laughs) over the audience of women volunteering for Kong's match. One comes down and, holy crap, it's Serena! from the straight edge society and a that... young classic i was yep. shocked by yeah. that like she... wait what yes yeah, that is that serena and she's recently joined sarah del rey at the performance center she is a full-time women's coach at the performance center now i think she started earlier this year uh training wrestlers with sarah del rey which is awesome because sarah del rey is amazing she is like would you want to talk about like who we should give credit to for like the women's revolution it's sarah del rey She's the lead women's trainer in a, a, at the Performance Center. She trained Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha, all of them. She has completely huh. changed the wrestling business. And I'm super excited that Serena's down there with her because, from all indications, she's a great coach, too. And I'm really glad she's Good. got that second chance. Uh, I'm glad that
1: she's back. Uh, she claims, yeah, that like, she's, I was. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was looking it up. It's like Serena was only 22 for this. It's just like, oh, shit. Wow. Young. Uh, she claims that she's from
0: corinth mississippi baby listen i've been to corinth i know people from corinth no one's ever said the words corinth mississippi with that much excitement
1: yeah (laughs) with that especially with a baby
0: following after corinth mississippi is on highway 72 like there and you have like two hours from civilization on each side corinth exists because they needed something to exist on that highway that's it basically other competitor is josie robinson who do you know who she is jesse so yeah she went on to be sojourner bolt who is a very bad wrestler and even worse on the mic
2: yeah i i vaguely remember that name
0: yeah like she's not very good uh i don't expect any of this to go well uh serena serena signs the waiver and gets in the ring attempts a double leg takedown to no success She jumps on Kong's back, and Kong grabs her to deliver an Alabama slam. Kong picks her up off the floor on the outside and swings her into a barricade, then drags her by the hair and throws her into another barricade, shoving her boot in her throat and slamming her into the stairs. Uh, After that, Josie jawjacks with Kong, and Kong knocks her down before going back to work with Serena. She throws her back in the ring and hits her with the Implant Buster for the win in 226. Kong goes back over to talk shit to Josie. JB asks, Whoa, whoa, wait. You want to fight the girl from Memphis? Which is a sentence you never <laughs> want to be on the receiving end of.
2: Trust
1: me.
2: <laughs> Especially the black girl from Memphis.
0: JB hands Jesus. Josie the waiver, which she drops and then slaps Kong in the face. She yeah, knocks Kong. She doesn't sign yep, the she waiver. Doesn't sign it. She just drops it and hits her. She knocks her into the stairs and rains punches down on her before Kong throws her into the barricade. Josie dodges a Kong slap and Kong hits the ring post. Josie hits Kong with a few more slaps and gets in the ring, taunting Kong. Kong gets in the ring, and Josie attacks with kicks before Kong grabs her leg and hits her with a back fist. Kong removes the pads on her hands and slaps Josie around for a bit before pancaking her into the corner. She gets Josie up for the awesome bomb for the three in one minute and 42 seconds. I don't remember the bell ringing to begin the match, but
1: whatever. I, I just, like... There was at one point when the the move that... Uh, um, Kong beat Serena with the Implant Buster. It's yeah, like, baby. on. I
0: think I think they named it that because I think she hit that move on Gail Kim one time and actually did mess up one of her implants. Oh my god. It's yeah. a great
2: move and I love that name. So I dubbed this whole section um, Awesome Kong's Day Out. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it feels like. It's just her going for a stroll and murdering bitches. It's, that's it. Yeah, it, is,
0: it is at this point when I look over. We are one hour and 19 minutes into the show. The show is two hours yeah. and four, 54 minutes. There are two matches left on the card. Yep. Oh, yeah, there are. We hear Eric Young from the entrance. He said this is the moment we've all been waiting for. He introduces <coughs> Elvis. Is it Eric? The real king of rock and roll. Some Elvis impersonator type dude comes out, and the audience is booing him out of the arena. He struts to the ring, and Kong is staring daggers at him. He asks Kong how she and enjoyed I... visiting... Yeah, sorry? Go
1: yeah. At this point, I have in my notes saying, I can't believe Awesome Kong gonna eat a walking corpse. Yep.
0: <laughs> he asks Kong how she enjoyed visiting Graceland. She kicks him, hits him with the Awesome Bomb. Beautiful. Uh, Why cut... isn't
2: this Pelvis Wesley? One out of five stars. Oh, God, I forgot about Pelvis Wesley from
0: Southpaw Regional right? Wrestling. Yep. Uh, I've actually... Uh, it was last August. Raw was in Memphis, and Pelvis Wesley did show up. That happened last <laughs> year. It
2: of was last I...
0: August. Um, a video package of Christian talking about the King of the Mountain match. Then an interview with him. He talks about how he still loves being the champ, and he's the most qualified to be the champ. Since he's got to TNA, there's no one with a better win-loss record than him or more main events than him, which, yeah, he's a former WWE dude, so that's par for the courts. Then we have a video package. Yeah? Um... Oh, yeah. Is is Booker right? No, no, no. This is where we cut to Jay Lethal and SoCal Val.
2: Oh, we have who? I, I blacked out. Who who was that? Who that was Christian. Said? Christian. Yeah. That's right. My bad. <laughs> I okay, set the mind. title free.
1: Anyway of yeah. saying you got your ass beat. Yep.
2: Yeah. Right. Listen, I um, fully accept. So this-
0: yeah. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: Just okay. So every time they brought up the hi- in the highlight reel, I just have in my notes. Oh God, the wedding. Oh God, the wedding! Oh God, the wedding! Every single time it's brought up, here we go! Here we go! go. That
1: Sonjay reaction when He's they first so show the great. video package—it's <laughs> 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 just like <laughs> 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 just the devil,
2: the devil red face and the light up eyes, and just oh God! Oh. I
0: oh. I fully accept how dumb this is, but it's hilarious <sighs> and I love it. From Jay- I only
1: accept it because we get to
0: see the animal. Yep from jay proposing, <laughs> right. from jay mirroring macho man proposing to elizabeth to val responding with oh yeah in the same way that elizabeth did in 1991 the video package yes. is hilarious it focuses on how much sanjay is apparently into val lethal asks sanjay to be his best man we see clips of jay's bachelor party complete with billy gun pole dancing uh sanjay yep. announces that the groomsman for the wedding will be coco beware georgie animal steel kamala and jake the snake roberts then we see a shot of Beale Street, tourism capital of the world. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> it's wedding time. Some dude looking two minutes from death is the minister. Apparently, one of the groomsmen is Ace Young, American Ace Idol finalist. Fucking young! I have,
2: I have in my Idol. notes. Oh God, I forgot about Ace Young. He finalist.
0: Is showered in oh. booze. He has a face just... that makes you want to <sighs> boo him.
2: Yeah, he... I don't... I can't even remember why he's there. Because he liked wrestling, goddammit.
0: Because TNA gave
2: him 20 bucks. Uh, Probably. So weird. Kamala, I remember not liking him in uh, American Idol. <laughs> uh, Kamala is out in a
0: tux without any shoes and the face paint on. And it makes sense that Kamala is here. Uh, he lives in Senatobia, Mississippi. Only about a 25-minute <laughs> down the inter- drive down the interstate from South Haven, where the show is held. Um, in the past few years, Kamala's actually had some really rough health issues. He's had both of his legs amputated, but no, b- b- below the knee, uh, because of like diabetes Jesus and Christ. high blood pressure. Yeah, uh, he went to the hospital last fall for like emergency surgery. Like, he's he's recovering. So, you know, get well soon, Kal- Kamala. You know, he's he's a uh, he's been going through some rough stuff uh, the past few years. Um, out next is Jake Roberts, who appears to be sober for this show at this point in time. That was few and far between.
1: I
2: don't know how they got him to do this.
1: Like, I was Over just like, holy him, shit. They paid him 200 bucks. Walking like yes. he can't. Yep. Like, at all. Mm-hmm. This is... I, I, yeah. This
0: one, he probably started deteriorating. Yeah. Next is Coco Beware, who looks like he hasn't aged a day since 1990.
2: That's... The, <laughs>
1: that's... <sighs> it's unreal. Me.
0: Yeah. He he goes to the ring and he's trying to get the bird on a perch, but the bird just isn't having any of it. So he's just (laughs) just
1: like, fuck this, there's people here. So
0: the camera just cuts (laughs) away. Uh, Finally is George the Animal Steel, uh, who does look very old. Uh, But he always always looked old. That's true. Uh, He would make it another nine years. Uh, He passed away in February 2017 at the age of
1: 79. Sanjay, all those turnbuckles. all those turnbuckle
0: yeah. nutritionists finally right. got up to him. Sanjay leads out the man of honor, and we get Jay's entrance. I'm sorry, Jay. You're going to have to speak up. I can't hear you over your suit. Though it does <laughs> look awesome.
1: So good.
0: Uh, I mean, finally, it has to be that loud. Finally is SoCal Val, who flinches at the side of Kamala, which, I mean, yeah. Uh, the minister <laughs> begins the wedding ceremony, going directly into the Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. We wait for Sanjay to say something, but he stands there looking nervous. Uh, They go to the vowels, and Sanjay grabs the mic. God bless Jay Lethal. He thinks Sanjay is doing it because he's worried about him. He's like, no, no, it's fine, Sanjay. I've been wanting this for so long. I'm good, thanks. Thanks for looking out for me. Watch the
1: video package they just did,
2: you idiots.
1: (laughs) I would like to point out that Sanjay is so disrespectful to that, to the sanctity of marriage, you had your fucking chance, <laughs> and you yep. and they said, "Speak down, forever hold your peace." Yep, and you said nothing. Malice. You, you waited another forty-five Whoa, Malage. seconds. Malage. And I'd like it to also wild. point out that the um, uh, that the quote-unquote priest had um, in uh, richer or poorer towards macho man's <laughs> proposal yep. part but not to um uh socal gals yep like he just forgot that line yep. <laughs> it's like uh, oh okay it's... <laughs> so sanjay... it's not gonna matter <laughs> sanjay
0: turns and says he's talking to val from the first time he looked into her eyes he knew that he was in love with her the man she's going to marry shouldn't be Jay. It should be Sanjay. He begs Val to reconsider. He gets I can on show one knee. you the world. <laughs> he gets down on one knee to beg Val before Jay grabs him and pushes him into a corner. Sanjay yanks his shirt off and hits Jay with one of the decorations. American yep. Idol dude jumps into the ring and eats a punch from Sanjay, actually getting a pop oh, from
2: the crowd. Uh, yeah, he bolted. Like, he had one thing to do, and he did it, at least. Yep. He's like... That was like an X-Division jump. Didn't even miss a beat, so at least we got that in him.
0: We quickly learn who is the only one of these legends who can still kind of work. As Coco gets in the ring and trades punches with Sanjay,
2: Kamala gets on
0: the ring apron and yanks his shirt open, revealing the pain on his belly, delivering chops to the top of Sanjay's head. Coco holds Sanjay onto the mat as Val walks to the entrance crying. Jake reaches under the ring and pulls out the bag with the snake in it, dumping the snake into the crowd, into the ring as the crowd chants DDT. Kamala runs away in fear as Jake puts the snake on Sanjay and George Steele bites the turnbuckle pad. (laughs) Not
1: gonna lie, I marked out a little bit for that. Oh, oh, I totally did. George looked at that fucking turnbuckle like it killed its father and just starts running (laughs) after it. Doesn't care. (laughs) Who is in the <laughs> ring? Stops at that one, and this goes all right. Number two, let's go. Yep. This fucker's got six of them.
2: That's so good. Yeah, how how elated must he have been? there? six. Yes, that's two. That's two more than my entire career I've ever <laughs> seen in my life at one time. Oh, it just was so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Jay's music Six hits as Sanjay retreats to the entrance. Jay, Jake holding Jay lethal back as Coco tears up the rest of the we- rest of the wedding decorations. Just destroys the set. <laughs> Coco was
2: so pissed, just <sighs> fucking that shit up. Like this is some bullshit. I don't ever get to invited to weddings, and this one fucks up. He had his chance to speak. He was supposed to hold his peace. <laughs> right. Oh God, the wedding. Oh, God, the wedding. Um, spoilers. This story goes on for, I think, three more pay-per-views. Nice. Oh, no. Yeah. It's. <laughs> oh, God damn it.
0: So, it's a story. Yeah. Like, again, like, it's it's totally ridiculous, but they know how ridiculous it is, which makes it endearing to me. Like, I still really enjoy it because they understand how dumb it is. And, like, if you can understand how dumb it is, I can respect that. Uh, like uh, Jay Lethal plays it beautifully. It yes. Sanjay is great in his role. It's I, 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 I enjoyed the segment because you know it's going to be a train wreck when it starts, and if you go into it with that expectation, I feel like that makes it like you know it's like watching a bad movie. You know it's going to be bad, and so you find the entertainment in that. But it's like yeah, it's, it's very rare you can find people who are making something and they know that it's dumb. And it pulls like it's it, that's a hard thing to pull off, and I think they did it pretty well. Uh, I'm I'm excited I, to see where this my goes. Best and honestly, friend's
2: wrestling wedding.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I'm excited for it because I'm excited for uh, the like inevitable Jay Lethal Sanjay dud matches because I'm sure those are going to be really good. Those are both great workers, and so yeah, let's go. Let's go with this feud. Hell yeah! Uh, from there, we cut to a video package of Booker T and then jb interviewing booker in the back he calls booker cool. bitter. booker explains why he's bitter tna oh my god ever
2: smelled <laughs> elephant urine tna begged
0: him to sign and promised the world to put tna on the map ratings have increased buy rates are up and when it was time to pay the piper all booker t got was a locker room that smelled of elephant urine He has JB if he's ever smelled elephant urine and says that he's going to win the title tonight because the title means power, power that will change the equilibrium of TNA. What a beautiful, complete gibberish promo. Never (laughs) change.
2: Hill Booker is kind of amazing. (laughs) Like it was at
1: this point where I spaced out and I'm like looking at Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, I can hear it. And then. This motherfucker just say elephant urine.
2: <laughs> I just, I just wait, what? Absolutely. Uh, also, yes. he made several. He made several King Booker references, and yep. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, like he made one later when he comes out for the main event as well. He throws the pinky up. Very good. Yes. Uh, from there, we get a video package for. Oh, we're getting Angel. Angel versus AJ. Oh my god. Yeah! Yes. This is gonna mm-hmm. be so good. The Dudleys, Angle, Tomko, and Booker have been making AJ's life a living hell over the past few weeks because Angle is convinced that Karen is seeing AJ uh, because they've been separated because Angle is a terrible husband. The image of Angle's hand covered in AJ's blood as he yells, this is your fault, Karen, is
1: really good. There's there's always a fucking Karen at fault. There's always one. If you boil down history, (laughs) like, if you just boil it down, like, just start chipping away at the reasons why something happened Karen
2: is Karen. at the front and center was and Mary Karen. Magdalene's middle name Karen yes yes
0: <laughs> Trojan horse that's because Karen that whole war is because of
1: Buck Karen. fucking Karen the, the horse's name
0: was Karen the horse's name was Karen the lady who <laughs> got kidnapped's name was Karen it was all Karen
2: oh my god uh
0: Karen <laughs> Karen street card named desire he's not yelling stella he's yelling karen
2: exactly (laughs) so we go to the match
0: angle was out first with his smackdown versus raw 2007 main menu music entrance theme yeah (laughs) the fuck was that it's it's just so generic (laughs)
2: Rap music, rap, 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 Kurt Angle
0: is accompanied by Tomco versus AJ Styles in a grudge match. This is going to be so good. Shout out to the mm-hmm. sign in the audience that says, "I'd leave my husband for AJ too," which oh they, yeah, 100%. game, recognized game. Yep. Um, I know this is a grudge match, but I'm glad it is a wrestling match. Like, these guys are too good at technical wrestling for this just to be like Dudley's brawling the whole time. Right, uh, right, right. Fantastic mat-based chain wrestling exchange with AJ and Angle jockeying for position until AJ AJ gets overwhelmed and reaches the ropes. You can see on his face that he's upset at himself, and that he knows Angle's better, but he and he doesn't know how he's gonna overcome him like he conveys that just in his body language aj is so
2: good uh and and kurt has the i'm gonna kill you face the entire yep. match uh, the
1: the K okay, the like, i just took a hit right um and
0: i'm honestly, down off of it the the i'm gonna kill you face is is impl- is like exemplified so much with the mouth guard a mouth guard always makes yes, you look absolutely. more imposing
2: uh, and he's and he had that when he debuted like the when they first revealed he was coming to tna he had the mouth guard in he's like oh it's real it's damn real that he what, started that was the started, first thing you saw
0: he started wearing the mouth guard when he went to ecw when wwecw was starting up like that's when he started using it and yeah gotcha. it, it looks yeah. so good uh fantastic mat based chain wrestling exchange with aj and angle oh wait sorry AJ, angle gets aj in a headlock <laughs> aj gets to his feet throws angle into the ropes which he counters into a shoulder tackle Angle bounces off the ropes, which AJ dodges and counters into a few awesome arm drags, and Angle runs out of the ring and regroups with Tonko. Angle abandons the chain wrestling and hits AJ with several strikes, including a great European uppercut. They bounce off the ropes. Angle leapfrogs him and hits him with a picture-perfect dropkick, and then AJ knows it looked amazing because he marks out for himself afterwards. uh uh-huh. so, Angle takes advantage and pushes AJ shit. into the corner, hitting him with a series of kicks. Angle throws AJ into the opposite corner, rushes him for a shoulder block. AJ jumps out of the way, and Angle murders himself, slamming into the corner post. Angle staggers back into the ring, and AJ hits him with a picture-perfect flying forearm. Gorgeous. Angle kicks out at two, and AJ goes to the ropes, but has it countered by a shot from Angle, causing AJ to fall to the floor. With Tomko looming over AJ as Earl Hebner gets out of the ring and kicks Tomko out from ringside. As Tomko argues with AJ, Angle takes advantage and slams AJ into the barricade. Angle argues with Hebner and says, and as he's about to get in the ring, eats a shot from AJ, staggers backwards, and AJ hits him with a gorgeous suicide dive to the outside. The announcers try and get over the fact that AJ hit his head on the landing, except when they showed the replay, he landed perfectly. See, the announcers had to cover for it, saying it was actually Angle who got hit in the head. It amused me because they were talking about how good AJ is, and he managed not to take a shot to the head. To which, to which Mike Tenay said, "Tuck your chin," which is generally. Very bad advice in an AJ Styles match. (laughs) Right? AJ throws Angle back to the ring for a near fall, hitting Angle over his knee with a backbreaker. AJ hits Angle with a scoop slam and then hits him with a great-looking knee drop to Angle's neck for a two. Angle takes an opening and hits with a couple of right punches. Angle counters a back body drop attempt to pick AJ up and throw him over his head. He hits AJ with another overhead throw for a series of near falls. Angle slows the pace down with a headlock. Angle... Being a great heel, takes a few shots at AJ and keeps things slowed down with various headlocks as AJ's nose starts to bleed. AJ works out of the headlock, but eats a belly-to-belly overhead suplex for his troubles. AJ hits a vertical suplex for a few near falls, and Angle gets the chin lock in again. AJ gets some offense and bounces off the ropes, but catches a knee from Angle, followed by a backbreaker for two. Angle gains advantage and attempts a superplex. AJ fights him off and counters the superplex into a face plant from the top rope. TNA chance to break out of the crowd. It looked so good, that top rope face faceplant. Oh my god. AJ and Angle get to their feet and trade punches and uppercuts. Angle comes off the ropes and catches a spinning heel kick and a series of clotheslines. Styles counters an Irish whip into a kick. Styles hits AJ with a spinning pump handle slam gut buster over his knee. God, these guys are so good.
2: Yeah. Can you say that again? Because I swear you just said Styles hits AJ. Shut up. No, I'm trying to, like, it was... AJ hit Angle. Kurt did it to AJ, right? No,
0: AJ hit it with... Hit Kurt.
2: Okay, I I, I was genuinely confused for a minute, because it's been, like, four days, so (laughs) I just wanted to make sure myself.
0: Um, Okay. AJ, or Angle, (laughs) starts to hit his rolling German suplexes. AJ counters into a beautiful overhead release suplex, which Angle flips through. Angle ducks a lariat and hits AJ with an overhead release suplex uh just a ton of suplexes and then angle sets up for another one that aj counters with a jumping enziguri kick uh angle goes to the angle slam and aj counters it into a ddt i want to watch these guys wrestle forever oh my god aj sets up for the styles clash kurt counters aj attempts to counter that into a pin but kurt counters that into an ankle lock before aj rolls through it sending kurt into the corner Ang- AJ hits a backflip inverted DDT onto Angle from the middle rope. He like moonsaults and, off the middle rope, grabs Angle and hits him with a reverse DDT. Oh my
1: god! And that is when I come. Right. Like, that's <laughs> it, right there. He's
0: done that once in WWE to Kofi Kingston. He was standing on the outside, flipped, like jumped over the ropes, did a flip, grabbed uh, uh, Kofi, and hit him with the inverted DDT. Because Kofi's probably the only oh, person that could take I that move correctly. This because it only happened once and it was it, I remember because it happened once and it looked awesome like it stuck with me because he's never done it fair. again yeah yeah right uh, AJ gets to the ropes and Angle gets a second win running up the ropes and hitting AJ with an angle slam from the top rope for two here we go straps it down must be time for the finish Angle gets the uh-huh. angle lock which AJ rolls over into, the pin, into a pin which Angle kicks out at it like 2.9 AJ hits Angle with a Pele kick goes for the pin but Angle grabs the rope AJ sets up Angle for the Styles Clash that Kurt counters into an ankle lock. Uh, AJ crawls, almost getting a rope break, but Angle grabs him back in the ring. AJ rolls over, pushing Angle into the corner, causing Hebner to take a ref bump. Kurt goes after AJ, but AJ pushes him out of the ring. Uh, Karen Angle starts walking out from the entrance ramp with a steel chair. She yells at Kurt, indicating and like telling him to come over, and she hand that she wants him to take the steel chair. Angle reaches for the chair, but Karen pulls it back, the distraction giving AJ the chance to grab Angle and hit him with a style splash for the win in twenty two forty four. Angle grabs the chair and hits AJ in the back with it. Karen slaps Kurt, and he grabs her hair. She fights, it, fights out and runs out of the ring. Kurt goes back to working over AJ as Tomko returns to the ring, clearing out the TNA security from stopping Kurt as Kurt gets the ankle lock on AJ. Kurt lost, but the segment ends with his music playing. What did you think about that, Jesse?
2: so that is without a doubt the last three pay-per-views we've watched the best match absolutely
0: absolutely of course
2: and i watching this i think because the hindsight has been so trippy for me like there there's been for the most part especially like i remember lockdown being a disappointment then watching the um watching uh sacrifice i was like wow why did I think TNA was so good? And I think there were more matches like this on actual impact. Yeah. Because, like, the Kaz, Kaz versus um, Kurt for the title back in, like, November 2007 is as good as this. And stuff like that. Yeah. So, I think there were more matches like this. Probably definitely way shorter. Because they, they were an out. The impact was only an hour long until, like, 2008. They yeah, no. no.
0: Hours. They got the second hour in two thousand seven.
2: Oh, did it? Okay, cool. Yep. Um, but yeah. So I think it was matches like this that they highlighted more on Impact, and then they did you know whatever on pay per views. Fine. But yeah, this is this is what I remember about TNA being so good. What do you think, Noobs? Matches like this.
1: It just it was again the best. Like you said, the best match on the card. It oh. So good Thanks. Like, we started it, this <laughs> yeah like i like the fake out of um uh karen helping like supposedly helping kurt and then going psych fuck you yeah i think it would have been amazing if obviously i don't know the booking and everything like that like obviously they're playing it off as they're just friends if karen were to have kissed aj at the end of the match oh man that would have been insane yeah just out of the standpoint of me just watching these past couple uh, pay per views, it's just like yeah. wow. Uh,
2: the, and, uh, and you know what's uh, mm-hmm. you know what's really crazy is I think this is when it starts that Karen is actually seeing Jeff Jarrett yep. outside in the real world. Yep. Also, like
0: her coming in with the chair is a bit of a. Th- I was afraid it was gonna be like a legitimate thing because at Hardcore Justice in two thousand seven, Kurt wrestled Joe. And uh, there was also Karen Angle. They were having marital troubles. Karen Angle was in the crowd. She was not having anything to do with Kurt. And then at the end of that match, she hands Kurt a chair. He hits Joe and wins. And it turns out they were in cahoots the whole
2: time. And so I was like, yeah. are they
0: doing this again?
2: Oh, but it was it was a right. nice fake out. Yeah. It was a, it was 100% like a callback, too. That's why they did it. Yep. I think so. Um, yeah, I remember that now. You said it like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah.
0: thought they were doing that again, but yeah, it was just a fake out. So good, like two of the best workers in the history of the business, like pure workers. They they they, they portray this as a ridiculous Bud feud, but they wrestled it like a wrestling match because that's what they're doing. Yes. That's what they do so well. They are Fuck yeah, so good. I could watch AJ and Angle wrestle every day for the rest of my life. Oh my god, yeah. watch this match. Watch this match. Watch this match. It is incredible. There's, there's none better. There's none better. Uh, there are, at this point, there are 40 minutes left in the show and one match. So, we get the last video package, uh, for the competitors, Samoa Joe. Uh, Joe talks about how he's here to make a difference, to be the cure for the sickness, uh, that this sport is infected with. Wrestling doesn't reward the warrior. Wrestling rewards the opportunists. The fans at home are sick and tired of the politicians and opportunists. You know, I feel like this promo would have been easier and more concise if he just said Kevin Nash instead, but I digress. Or uh, WWE <laughs> guys, period. Right. Uh, yeah. We get a promo for the King of the Mountain. Okay.
2: So Hold on. I... By God, I am Woo! pro wrestling. Yes, I am pro wrestling. That was like that whole thing at the end, but by God, I am pro yeah. wrestling. That's so beautiful. Here are the rules for the King of the Mountain
0: match. I forgot about the cage. I forgot about the fucking cage.
1: Yeah, timeout. You guys teased this and like asked me last time, like what I thought a king of the mountain match is. Yep. Like you asked me. Like you're not. You weren't spoiling anything. Yeah, yeah. There were a few hints of it in there. Like uh, who was it here that said it? Where are my notes? Rhino like mentioned like I will get that title up to that top, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? Like, I was just, I was like, what is this? And then I saw in the promo package, I saw this steel cage, like this fucking TARDIS looking (laughs) thing. It's like,
2: what is this? Yeah, no, I thought the TARDIS too. I totally thought the fucking TARDIS.
1: Like, it's just like, what is this thing? And I'm like, what if two people get pinned? Are they stuck in the cage together? Are they friends in there? Are they enemies? I don't know. And we found out during the course (laughs) of this match, but it's just like, what the fuck?
0: So, so good. here's a oh. rundown of the rules of the match. It's a reverse ladder match. There's five men in the match. It's, it's falls count anywhere. You become eligible to win by scoring a pinfall or submission. After you score that pinfall or submission, you are able to take the title and climb a ladder uh, to, hook it above on a, to put it on a hook above the ring. If you are pinned or submitted, you get sent to the penalty box for two minutes. One interesting wrinkle that they got over beforehand... Before the show, uh, no one had ever retained their title in a King of the Mountain match. Uh, We get one last shot of downtown Memphis with one of the trolleys carrying people through downtown. Uh, They actually just recently got the trolleys running again. They were out of commission for like three or four years because one or two of them caught fire, and the city was like, (laughs) fuck it, we can't afford to fix this. All right. Joe versus Booker versus Christian versus Rhino versus Bobby Roode with Kevin Nash as the special enforcer. It's main event time. Speaking of Kevin Nash, he's out first. Listen, there's there's no way Kevin could actually still go in the ring at this point, but he looks really good. Like, he's still in great shape. For a dude that's 49 years old at this point, he looked good. Like, yeah, you know he couldn't
2: work. But he looked great.
0: Uh, as is the custom of TNA main events at this time, we get short video packages for all the competitors before they come out. I laughed out loud at Rhino stands six foot one and weighs a stout 275 pounds.
1: I'm just like,
0: "Mm, maybe add about 50 to that right now. So Rhino's out first. Speaking of not aging, Rhino hasn't aged in 20 years. He looks the same then as he looks now, as he looked in 1998.
1: Well, no, what happened
2: are preserved meat.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. They said this on the, one of the ENC podcasts where he, um, uh, they would get woken up by him when they were rooming together with him, like 99 and 2000, where they would get woken up by the amount of goddamn, like, lotion he would just <laughs> lather on <laughs> his face <laughs> and body. Just, it's the fucking lotion Listen, is what's it doing it.
2: it the works. lotion it's like, on the skin keeps the you from aging again.
1: If you don't want to crack and just start looking like an ashy and anything like that, yes, white people can be ashy too. I have fucking seen it. I used to have really start. ashy
0: elbows in high school. I was I was legitimately just start ashy. Lathering. Yeah.
1: Like invest in that shit. That's like the number one man. thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Br- yeah. Like Brought still, to you by L'Oreal.
1: Yeah, he still looks. Great. Maybe
2: it's Rhino. <laughs>
0: Bobby Roode and his awful ramen hair is out next, and at this point, I, I noticed hair. like one of the biggest differences I picked up on between TNA and WWE, and this comes back to the last match, is music. Roode's music is completely forgettable. It's it's nothing. It's meant it's not meant to do anything or get anyone over, and that's like most interest music in TNA. It's just there so you can have something to play yeah. as you leave. Um, yep. This is very true. And, like, it it, it doesn't get anybody over, whereas Bobby Roode came in NXT, and he was immediately over because of his interest music. Like, TNA... Like, I don't know if it's something that WWE just gets understands better than others, or if it's something that TNA just didn't get. Uh, Christian's jacket looks fucking dumb, and he's out next. Uh, They're (laughs) making... Interesting point in, in Booker's video package is that he's held a world title pretty much everywhere he's gone, WCW, WWE, but he hadn't got one at TNA at this point, and he never would. He would never win the TNA world title. Um, and it is finally time for the champion. No dancers for Joe this time, and yes, we can say the dancers on the two previous shows were in fact Joe's family, because Joe's family like, is the largest Polynesian dance troupe in the United States like he's he, he, there was a wwe chronicle documentary on youtube where joe talks about how before when he was a kid he was traveling the world with his family putting on those shows like he learned a lot about live production from his family helping them put on like these huge polynesian dance shows uh so yes those were probably right. actually his family members
2: um They're crazy right
0: yeah jb gives us the introductions and it's finally time to get this match underway time Between the bell ringing for Angle and Joe ending and the bell ringing for the King of the the Mountain match beginning. Does anybody have a guess? Eight minutes. What do you think, Jesse?
1: Huh? Twenty. Twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one minutes
1: bell to bell. I mean, I do have it in my notes. We get so many goddamn intros in this fucking pay-per-view that I forgot the match started. Yep. Like, Um, that's how bad it was.
0: The I, I like the idea of like these big like video packages introducing the competitors in the main event, but like when you've already had other video packages for all the people in the main event, like you've already done that. Like, do they had two and seven, interviews?
2: They had two, had, two. They were highlighted packages, three times.
1: A yeah. backstage interview, then a backstage Goldberg walk-in. Yep. Yep. For each
2: one. So five guys, three different highlight videos. That's fifteen yep. fucking it's
1: videos.
0: So much. Uh. The match starts by... That's everyone not hype sta- anymore. I don't know right? what that is.
1: It's like... That's, that's, it's, that's biting your fucking
0: it's, time. Yeah, it's, it's
2: killing
1: time.
0: Yes. Uh, the match starts by everyone staring each other down, not wanting to be the one to make the first move, until Christian goes after Rude, and everything sets off. Rhino and Joe double-team uh, Booker, until Cage sends Rude onto the floor, and Joe goes after Rhino. Booker then uh, takes Joe with Christian, Rhino double-teaming Rude. It's a lot. There's a lot happening. It's very hard to follow uh joe and booker exchange chops near the announce table as rhino and christian continue to double teed rude christian and rhino deliver a double team suplex to rude and in the background you can see nash leading against the barricade very quietly earning his paycheck christian goes to the top rope and booker God, pushes seriously? him off Christian selling his knee like he he took a tumble to the floor and he did a really good job selling the knee uh rhino dodges a scissor kick and booker dodges a gore rhino sends booker to the outside as joe comes back in the ring joe hits rhino with a versatomic drop and then a senton for a cover that gets broken up by bobby rude and yes it is once again my favorite joe spot rude goes up for a crossbody on the t- top rope and joe telegraphs it
1: and walks away so good no, that bitch. is my everything it's so
0: Just, good it's so
2: good uh, oh i'm
1: gonna catch no i'm not yep uh you can see uh
0: that joe is beginning to grow out his mohawk christian gets back in the ring going after joe and rude oh. and to a small instant classic chant Christian bounces off the ropes to a beautiful scoop power slam from Joe, and then Booker eats a scoop power slam from Joe as well. Christian hits a corkscrew elbow from the top for a two count. Joe counters top rope punches from Christian and hits him with a sliding drop kick, sending him to the floor. Joe telegraphs a suicide dive, but Booker grabs his foot and drags him out of the ring, slamming him into the penalty box and raining down shots onto Joe, uh, and then slamming him into the announce table. Booker gets back in the ring and hits Rhino with the book in. For the three, Booker is now eligible to hang the belt as Rhino enters the penalty box. Booker enters a brawl between Christian and Rude, kicking them both before grabbing the belt from Kevin Nash, who is still standing there collecting his paycheck. Joe grabs the ladder as Booker pulls it into the ring. Joe and Booker tug-of-war the ladder as Christian hits the ladder with a sliding drop kick, taking out both men. Rude hits Christian from the top rope for a two-count. Rhino's time in the penalty box is over, and he gets in the ring and brawls with Christian. Christian attempts an unprettier, but Rhino tele- uh, counters and telegraphs the gore before Joe grabs Rhino's legs and crotches him on the ring post, taking him out. Joe counters a shoulder tackle from Christian into a great-looking Yuranagi. Joe launches in this corkscrew dive to the outside, taking out Rude, Rhino, and Booger. Oh, so good. As they recover on the floor, Christian climbs to the top of the penalty box and hits the other four competitors with a crossbody. As always, Christian's crossbodies look perfect.
2: Yeah, that's about the best move he's got. Yep. The prettiest.
0: Christian gets
1: My favorite the thing. Yeah? My favorite thing throughout this match, I don't know if you caught it, but um, every once in a while they would be like showing an angle where Kevin Nash was on the side, <laughs> and they weren't focusing on Kevin Nash because he wasn't like playing it off. Yeah. All you could see was him playing with his tape on his wrists. Just, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about anything else. This tape is looking solid <laughs> on me <baby>. shit. <laughs> I'm getting paid. (laughs) Christian
0: gets under the ring and pulls out a table, so the folks chanting during the Dudley's match can finally be happy. Christian sends Rude into the (laughs) ring and grabs the ladder and slides it into the ring. After hitting Joe with it, he gets back in the ring with a chair. Rude picks up the chair and hits the ladder into Christian with the chair for the pin. Rude is eligible. Christian is in the penalty box. Rude goes to ask Nash for the belt, but Rhino catches him in a roll up for the pin. Rhino is eligible with Rude heading towards the penalty box. Well, he should be, but he argues with the ref and gets dragged out of the ring by Nash, who punches him and throws him into the penalty box of Christian. Rude, and Christian trade shots in the box. Rhino climbs the ladder with the belt and almost gets to the top before Booker pushes the ladder over, taking out Rhino. Joe gets back in the ring and they trade shots, Joe catching Booker in a chokehold before Booker fights out and attempts a scissor kick that Joe dodges and catches him uh, back into a chokehold. We see Christian and Rude fighting in the penalty box before Christian gets out and immediately climbs the penalty box, hitting Booker and Joe with a beautiful frog splash. Christian pins Booker. Christian is eligible, and Booker is headed to the penalty box as Bobby Rude leaves the penalty box. Christian gets the belt and climbs up the ladder, but is thwarted by Bobby Rude. Rude, by the way, is at DEFCON 1 hair frizziness. He looks like Kane from the (laughs) 2001 Royal Rumble. It is so Ah!
2: frizzy. Oh, God.
0: Joe grabs Root off the ladder and hits him with a Samoan drop as Christian grabs the belt and climbs back up. Joe climbs on the other side of the ladder, grabs Christian, and delivers a neckbreaker to Christian off the ladder, which I feel would have been a more awesome spot if they hadn't shown that exact spot a billion times in the video packages leading up to this, because they did it in the last King of the the Mountain match they were in. So, like, we've already seen this one five times over the course of the show. It's a cool spot, but we've already seen it a bunch. Rhino hits Joe with a gore, and Booker leaves the penalty box. Nash goes to hand the belt to Rhino, but Booker hits Nash, Rhino, and Joe, and Rude with the belt, taking them all out. As Christian climbs the top rope, Booker also takes him out with the belt. Instead of climbing the ladder, Booker gets down on one knee and stares at his hand, and then begins to climb. Nash gets in the ring uh-huh. and gets a jackknife powerbomb to Booker from the ladder. Joe gets Christian up for the muscle buster, but Christian works out of it and gets a, and gets a gore off the ring apron. And through the table, he set up. Rude attacks Joe, and Rhino brawls with him, eventually getting sent to the floor from the top rope by Bobby. Joe and Rude tug-of-war with the belt. Rude climbs the ladder. Joe hits him with an Insegiri, sets him up for a muscle buster, gets the pin. Joe is eligible. Rude to the box. And that's the finish of the match. Joe grabs the title, climbs up the ladder, hangs the belt for the win in 19 minutes and 49 seconds. Joe celebrates in the ring,
1: shakes hands with Nash, and they send us
0: home. What did you
1: think of the match, Noobs? It was good. It was that frog splash for christian was yeah like you said it was it, it, it's there but it's like it was really fun to see yeah. i i enjoyed a lot of it
0: yeah what would you think jesse
2: it for the most part the match is really good um I completely forgot about the penalty box thing which sure um it's just so stupid and and i've told you multiple times um that slam anniversary 2008 was the beginning of the chicken hawk as i called yeah. it and you alluded to that earlier Yeah, that's about as defined as it gets but it's still right there like you're constantly noticing you, you that can he has see it in certain that camera way.
0: angles you can see it in certain camera angles yeah
2: it's weird and annoying <laughs> but but he keeps it for the rest of his title run so um yeah. yes it wasn't bad and i kind of forgot about no one had um defended their title the of mountain master so i guess that's a pretty good highlight yeah, it, uh, it puts I Joe over. About. Yes,
0: uh, yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's something that TNA has been good about in the past few shows. Like they, you got some stinkers. You got some like you know too many <clears> tag <throat> matches at at Sacrifice and everything. And but they they know how to deliver on the just ridiculous multi man car crash matches. Like they put those on like no other. They are so good. And yeah, this match—it's—it's it's not a work rate match. You—you've had, but you've had work rate matches. The X Division match was a great work rate match. Joe versus or uh, AJ versus Angle was incredible, and this was just car crash, ridiculous stuff, fucking awesome, just so much fun. The King of the Mountain match on paper sounds like the biggest cluster in the world, but once you get like watch it, it does kind of work. It's more complicated. It's too complicated for its own good, but overall, yes. I think it's super unique and like i would like to see more of that because it's too complicated but it's still pretty fun like it's still a good time it's not a battle royal ladder match
2: right i think i think still to this day they only have king of the mountain matches on slammiversary
0: i think so too they didn't have one this year but i remember the when they when they crowned the 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 impact wrestling grand champion a few years ago, when they introduced a new belt, it was like crowned in a King of the Mountain match, and I think Jeff Jarrett won because, of course, he did. Uh, yeah. yeah, just a, t- a really good time, exactly what it needed to be. Got Joe over huge. Oh, you know what? I don't know if it got Joe over huge because Joe kind of looked like a chump for a lot of that match. Barely got a pin. Oh, out, yeah, at the, at the very end, and just hung. Yeah, hung the it title was very right last he got minute. The pin. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. it was like, Joe doesn't factor in, doesn't factor in, doesn't factor in, and Joe won. Like, he, it didn't, yes. he should have dominated that match more than he did.
2: So, this is a continuing theme, and I don't mean to harp on it, but yeah, Joe's run should have been better.
0: Yeah, like, like, in ring, he should have been things doing like way this. more.
2: Yeah. It feels, it feels like this for most of his title defenses. Not yeah, many sure. of them are more. Not many of them are multi-man car crash matches like this, but it just always feels like under. It's just a Samoa Joe match should not be underwhelming, and it yes. felt like most of his title defenses are underwhelming.
1: Yeah,
0: I could see that. But yeah, it was uh, it was fun. It was exactly what it needed to be.
2: Uh, what do you think about the show overall, Jesse? Um. Better than I thought, especially when it focuses like there's more singles matches and it was because because anniversary is kind of like their um, SummerSlam. Uh, it's their second biggest show behind Bound for Glory. Yep. Um, and and it and it's more of a culmination thing of ideas and stories for the most part usually, um, and, and it's usually not like to end feuds as much as to end chapters of the company itself yeah because um most of the guys involved in the king of the mountain match were guys that have been pursuing the title for a while and this is a lot of their last chances um except for one and we'll see that victory road um and yeah i think this is it for lax and team 3d i think lax just becomes the team to beat for a while and they have to yeah. make up obstacles for them. Um, I think this is it for Kaz for a good bit. I think he turns into suicide later down this year and stuff like that. Um, good God, the wedding, wedding, <laughs> the wedding. Um, it's it it was is better. It was better than sacrifice for sure. Oh yeah. Um, oh this yeah. Is probably honestly, this is probably my favorite out of the three we've seen so far.
1: Yeah. Really. Well, what do you think, Noobs? I. I guess yeah. All the damn tag team matches at Sacrifice were definitely a stretch, but it just like the first hour and a half of this pay per view dragged on so much for me. Like I was yeah. watching the clock. It wasn't that fun, but honestly, the wedding kind of picked it up <laughs> in a yeah. weird fricking way. <laughs> yeah, like he's just was like, oh shit, I, that's like, fair. Was... Yeah, I get, I get to see the fricking animal eat the turnbuckle. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy about this. Exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, but, like, I. I uh, sorry, go
1: ahead. No, you're good. Um,
0: I, I I think I'm inclined to agree. I think it's it's my favorite of the shows we watched so far. If only just because uh, the King of the Mountain match was fun, the wedding was ridiculous. LOX versus Team 3D was better than I expected it to be, and uh, Kaz and and, and Petey was a solid opening match. And Angle versus AJ, man, like that's, man, that's as good as it gets. You know. Uh it you know one only one tag team match thank god thank oh god thank you so much only one tag oh, yeah. team
1: match PTSD is in a full effect right now
0: Yep yep so yeah uh, any any last words anything else from anybody any anything to to leave us on you want to tease us for what's coming you ahead know. Jesse do you know do you have any ideas
2: I, Yeah yeah um I I'm going to say one thing Okay um Victory Road takes place in houston texas
0: oh oh, ah. boy so i wonder. that
2: that if you will
1: i wonder who's gonna be wrestling uh joe in houston texas and i wonder who's gonna be losing to joe in his Uh hometown
2: yeah (laughs) Uh, the tagline is houston we have a problem of (laughs) course it is yeah (laughs) uh why
1: wouldn't it be why wouldn't
0: uh, it be and can you dig that sucker no oh
1: boy thank you
0: very much for joining me as always uh we are past a mania uh we you can find us on all podcast platforms now we are on itunes google play stitcher spotify oh everywhere. shit really yeah i got yeah we got everywhere we got yeah, made we this everywhere week. <laughs> yeah um once we hit 10 episodes, we can hit iHeartRadio as well. It's like the last one that's out of my grasp. Uh, thank you very ah! much. Thank, awesome, you very, thank you very much, Noobs. Thank you very much, Jesse. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with Victory Road 2008. It's going to be a good time. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ,
0: night, night. goodbye. <laughs>